0: Welcome, this is El Abogado Le Contesta. This show is dedicated to the Latin community so that their access to justice might be helped and increased. My name is attorney Vincent Davis, Abogado Vincent Davis, and I'm on with my host tonight, uh, Mr. Mark, Mark Padilla. Mr. Padilla will be providing uh, assistance to me on every show. He will also be interpreting when necessary. Good evening, Mark. How are you? Good, Sarah. Good evening. How are you? Good. Mark, this is our initial show for um, El Abogado Le Contesta. For our non-Spanish-speaking listeners, please tell me what that translates to.
1: The, the attorney answers
0: ha huh, the attorney answers questions mark let's talk this That's evening correct, on yeah. our first let's talk um, our first show tonight let's let's talk about some family law let's talk about some juvenile law let's talk about some perhaps criminal law you are you have Perfect. are in con- you are in contact with people that have problems in family law every day aren't you yes sir what are the typical questions
1: that they want to know from an attorney? There will be a family law will be the wife, how much child support she will get, and if she has any rights over the property. Any rights over the property? Yes, yeah, so the communal property.
0: Okay. So typically in a family law setting, uh, child support is based upon several different factors. And in California, they use a formula um, to compute child support. Most attorneys and most judges use a computer software program known as the DISO master or ex-spouse, two different uh, programs to compute uh, child support. And most of the child support is computed by putting in the several factors and several numbers. Uh, For example, in the child support program, you can put in the incomes of the respective parents. You'd also put in the respective times the children are each with with each parent there are also probably 15 to 20 more 20 more inputs into that computer formula. And that computer formula tells you what the child support should be. Um, so typically it's called the DISO master calculation, otherwise known as the guideline support method. Any other questions people usually have, Mark, about
1: child support? Not, not about child support. Most of the questions I get is from the clients they are in docu- and they don't have a legal document to stay in the United States. And they ask me, will filing a, a claim will help uh, immigration in any way to find me and deport me?
0: What do you think the uh, answer to that is? No. You would be correct. Um, Family law cases rarely have anything to do with your immigration status. Um, do you have Do you come in contact with a lot of folks who are, have these immigration questions because they're undocumented? Yes, sir. A lot. How many would you say per week or per month do you uh, come in contact with?
1: At least twenty, twenty, uh, twenty persons, They are, They don't have legal documents.
0: But per week,
1: per month. Per month. Per month.
0: Okay, that's a, that's quite a few people. Um, and do these people have the same type of legal problems as people who are you know have documents or who are citizens?
1: Yeah, they have the same the same kind of problems the only the only thing is that they are afraid to to try to do something about it because they are afraid of
0: immigration Mark without mentioning any names could you tell us a story of probably the most um uh, tell us a story about a family that has most affected you uh when you come in contact with people that need access to justice
1: well, there is a case of a lady that was uh, married to a to a resident. She was illegal. They have three kids. They own a home. One day, he got violent and uh, an uh, her physically. Then uh, she was afraid to file a restraining order uh, for. As uh, recommended by the officer, they did the, the report, and she was afraid to file in, uh for for, uh, you know, the community property and for the child support because she was afraid, first, because he was violent, and second, because he told her that that he will call immigration on her because she was illegal.
0: And what happened?
1: Well, uh, we, uh, in the office, uh, she was finally convinced that there will be no retaliation in that way and that the police will... uh, will enforce any restraining order uh, the case was taken to court by your firm and there uh, the she got a restraining order permanent restraining order she got a, she got the right to, to stay on the house here making the payment on the on the on the house and she got her uh, her benefits of the child support and spousal support
0: so she even though she did not have legal papers the law here in California as it is in the United States, even if you don't have documents, you're still protected by the law, right? Affirmative. You know, do you come in contact with people that uh, in the Latin community that uh, need services from a family law or divorce attorney?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, uh, about 50% of the people that help to translate and, and assist in and, and the office, about 50% of them uh, are in the family law cases. And what is the typical problem they have? Usually it's uh, the divorce. Uh, they're separating, and they don't know what to do, where to go, or, or what's going to happen with them, their, their kids, and their, uh, and their property.
0: And what do we usually tell them when they come into
1: the office? Well, we tell them um, that uh, usually they are entitled to 50% of all the the community property. They are entitled to child support, and they may be entitled to spousal support uh, according to the guidelines uh, set up by the court.
0: You're absolutely correct, and that's what we tell most people that come in. Um mm-hmm. Do people that um, in the Latin community do they are they hesitant about going to uh, court to I guess uh, protect their legal rights?
1: Yes, they are very afraid because on the on the on the Latin countries the law is different and they don't have as many rights as they have here. They don't have equal rights. Another thing is that I have uh, that have seen uh, when I'm translating for these people is that they, they are they don't have money because usually the the, the 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 bread maker is the is the husband when he left or he got out of the house the money stopped coming in and they don't have all the money to 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 do a case or to file or to retain an attorney they don't know that they cannot ask the court for attorney fees to be paid by the by the other side.
0: Are they are they afraid of any immigration concerns?
1: Yes, all of them have immigration concerns. They're all of all of them, then, if they gonna, they ask if they're gonna go to a list, and they, if the INS is gonna get, or the ICE is gonna get that list. And and um, w- when they do come in and they have that fear, we
0: try to tell them that's not necessarily correct, right? Now, you said it's different in Latin countries with respect to divorce and support and custody. Um, were you speaking of any particular country that you're familiar with? Was it Mexico or some other country?
1: Well, most of the people, they we deal with people from Mexico. What's, do you know what the law is like in Mexico? Well, the first thing that they are uh, confused is if there is a, an automatic um, uh, a divorce after seven years of being separated, and the other thing is if they uh what happened if the other the other side or or the you know the other spouse do not want to sign to sign the divorce as in Mexico, both parties have to sign the divorce oh and
0: that's
1: not true here in California. It's uh, it's hard for them to understand but uh, I have to uh, I have to tell them that what you always tell me to say is that uh in California it needs two persons to get married and one to get divorced. That's right. You're absolutely right on it. Hey Mark, we got our first call.
0: Um it's from area code seven one four ending in two one. not noches. Just- Hello.
2: Buenas noches.
0: Hi, did you have an, a question? Did you have a question
1: or did you want to share a story? ¿Tiene una pregunta o quiere comentar con nosotros alguna, alguna historia?
0: Sí,
2: mira, fíjate que sí, quiero comentar una historia.
1: A ver, cuénteme.
2: Ah, mira, yo me divorcié. Oh, le ¿Sí? Ah, pero...
1: ¿Cuál es su nombre? ¿Mandéis? ¿Cuál es su nombre? Imelda. Ok, señora pero... Imelda. A ver, cuéntenos su historia y yo les uh, traduzco al abogado y el abogado de Guttencana.
2: Ah, mira, es que yo me divorcié, pero cuando el divorcio. Eh, estaba en proceso. Resulta que mi marido no tenía nada, sino se lo pasó a su hermano lo que tenía.
1: Okay, permítame un momentito. Le traduzco. Well, um, I'm going to translate literally. Uh, say, I got divorced. When I got uh, divorced, it resulted my husband did not have anything in his name. Everything he has transferred to his brother.
0: When did this happen?
1: Cuándo pasó esto, señora Imelda? Um,
2: hace dos años.
1: It's about two years ago.
0: And did she get
1: divorced here in uh Los Angeles County? ¿Usted se divorció en el condado de Los Ángeles o en otro condado?
2: En Orange County. Thank in
1: you. Orange County. Mark, tell
0: her that, ask her what type of assets did her husband hide from her?
1: ¿Qué clase de de propiedades o o cosas usted cree que él escondió usted? Cuando se refiere a cosas, podría ser, por ejemplo, casas, negocios, carros, dinero en el banco, o como qué clase de cosas usted que él le escondió
2: casas, dinero en el banco, y aparte eh, supuestamente una la regaló porque no podía pagarla.
1: Okay. Um, it was houses, money under them, and supposedly one of the houses, he, uh, he gave it away because he cannot, supposedly he cannot make the payments.
0: Ask her is her divorce finalized if
1: she knows. Okay. Uh, usted sabe, en este momento, si su divorcio ya se terminó, ya está finalizado en la corte, si usted lo sabe.
2: El divorcio está finalizado en la corte, pero el proceso
1: todavía sigue. The divorce was finalized, but the process is still continued.
0: um Ask her if she's being represented by an attorney.
1: ¿A usted la está representando un abogado? Ah,
2: um, en este momento no, porque no tengo dinero para seguir el
1: caso. Ah, no, at this time I don't I' don't have money to continue with the case. Um,
0: Mark, at this point in time, I want you to give the audience, tell the audience our telephone number and our office address so that uh, they may call, and then I want you to tell this uh, young woman to call us at the office tomorrow, make an appointment to come see us, come see me, and we might, it's a free consultation, we might be able to help her.
1: Okay. Um, but, uh, le voy a dar en, en el aire la dirección y el número de teléfono de nuestra oficina. El abogado indica que, por favor, nos dé una llamadita mañana Para hacerle una cita sin costo, sin ninguna, sin ninguna y sin ningún compromiso, para poder ver si la podemos ayudar. Nuestra la dirección de nuestra oficina es en el 4218 de la calle Firestone Boulevard en la ciudad de Southgate, California, el Cifco es 90280. La voy a repetir de nuevo 4218 de la calle Firestone Boulevard en Southgate, California. El número de teléfono es 323 cinco seis seis siete cinco tres cinco de nuevo el teléfono es tres veintitrés el área court, y el número es cinco seis seis siete cinco tres cinco denos una llamadita mañana y le y le hacemos una cita y con mucho gusto atender al abogado,
2: muchas gracias
1: hasta luego Mark? señora Imelda que se
2: te...
1: hasta
2: luego
1: ya uh, thank you okay bye see you later bye bye that's what I'm translating to you,
0: attorney. Thank you. Mark, The story that she told is quite a sad story. Do you think this happens to people a lot, uh, especially in the Latin community?
1: Uh, unfortunately, yes. It happens a lot, and it's, uh, and it's very frequent uh, to see the, the one, one, especially the, the, the lady uh, on, on the marriage is, uh, is uh, being abused uh, economically that way. Is uh, always the husband tries to, to hide the, the asset or has it with family or things like that, so they don't get what is uh, you know, the 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 regular share. I wonder what we could do to help
0: women in her situation.
1: It is interesting, uh, but when uh, when in the cases they have seen you when when you uh, find out that they are hiding assets. You go really, really hard against them and get uh, get them to pay uh, all the attorney fees and uh, and, you know get sanctioned for hiding these these assets. How do you think we could get the word out in
0: the Latin community uh, so that women will know that they do have rights, that they do have rights to the community property, and that we can help them?
1: Well, this is our first program, but it, it looks like it's uh, working where it has uh, one color. And, uh, and this will be a very good uh, uh venue, also word of mouth, and, uh, and sometime, uh, some kind of information probably and in, in some uh, publicity or something. Okay. But this is a very right. place.
0: Because one of the goals, Mark, as you know, of this show is to – it's dedicated to the Latin community. So that there can be um, more access by that community to justice, and um, you know that we can help them get into the court system, help them help educate them to know what their rights are, and that way they can protect their rights uh, you know going forward in the future. I wonder if we you know, what do you think if we did some type of uh, just educational seminar for people? Um, in the Latin communities so that they could come out perhaps and, um, you know, hear a presentation on, for example, uh, family law and divorce, for example, um, criminal law, for example, immigration law, perhaps juvenile dependency. I know that is an area that's significantly affected by the, Uh, a Latin community, the uh, juvenile dependency where the social worker comes out and, uh, you know, takes the children away from them. Um, What do you think about that, Mark, having some type of uh, seminar, maybe on a monthly Uh, basis?
1: That would be a very good idea to have something. And usually the city parks in the neighborhood, they are, uh, you know, they allow to go in uh, and and use them, uh, you know, for no cost or something like that. And we can have a seminar every uh, once a month in uh, different different uh, subjects every month. That sounds
0: that great. What parks do you would you suggest uh having these types of uh, seminars at?
1: Well, uh we are in the city of Southgate in the in the in the Southgate park we have a facility and I, I have um I have seen people there uh, using it so Southgate, uh, it will be one one of the venues. Uh Huntington Park also has several parks. I think it's two or three that they allow uh, also to to preserve and use for the for a commun- for the community and one benefit of the community.
0: Well very good, Mark. Well let's do this. Let's make a commitment that we will do a seminar in July and August and perhaps we can have one of our assistants at the office call um, and find out what weekends are available, and we can do a seminar, we can invite the community, and we can talk about different topics and perhaps help people and help their access to justice.
1: That's a Would you great make that idea. Least, uh, I, will, I will have uh, so, someone from the office call the 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 city and find out what is the requirements, say, what is it, the, the, you know, how far uh, uh, we have to be uh, in advance to reserve the place, and, uh, and let's get some dates and get something working. That will be great. Very good,
0: very good. Mark, we have another call from area code 562, ending in 62. Good evening, buenas
1: noches.
3: Buenas tardes, ¿cómo están? Muchas gracias por atender mi llamada.
1: Good afternoon. Uh, how are you? Uh, thank you for attending my call. Uh, did you have a
0: story or a qu- questions for us?
1: No, tengo una, una, una o
3: No, tengo uh, una pregunta.
1: I have a question. My name is Suyapa. Okay. My name is Suyapa.
3: Y yo tengo un niño de cinco años hijo de un ciudadano de Estados Unidos pero, pero hace tres años él me golpeó
1: pero el caso
3: nunca nunca lo llevaron a la corte él estuvo
1: detenido
3: un día y no lo el caso no prosiguió
1: entonces mi pregunta es he was... Ne- Espérame un momentito, déjame lo acabo de traducir. Okay. Uh, he put me up, and uh, he was detained for one day, but they never uh, prosecuted him. The case never proceeded. My Mi question is... Es que tra-
3: si yo puedo agarrar papeles porque él me golpeó, aunque el caso no haya seguido adelante.
1: My question is, if I can get my legal papers... Uh, because he beat me up, uh, even though he was not prosecuted. Okay. So is she trying to get papers, Mark, or is somebody else? She's trying to get a, She's trying to get a. Uh, the papers for for a victim of domestic violence. You know the, the U visa. So that's where the question is, if she, she qualifies or she applies for that, she will be because it was not prosecution. Okay, well, if
0: he wasn't prosecuted, the answer is he can still apply, yes. Now, he may have some problems, minor problems, but I think that he can still apply, and uh, I don't think that there will be a problem, you know.
1: Um, I, with, th- I uh, think I, I did not have- I'm sorry, I think I did not translate it correctly. Her question is if she can apply for U-Visa or for some kind of document for for, for her being the victim of a, of a domestic violence. The answer is
0: yes. She can
1: apply, especially if she's been
0: a, if she's yes, been a she victim of domestic violence. He plays in Mark and Mark, I can tell the listeners that that's one of our areas that we have a lot of experience in. And um, if you give her give her our telephone number, um, I'd ask her to call the office tomorrow and make an appointment to see me, so that we can help her with this situation. Señora Suyapa,
1: esta es una de las, eh, de las áreas en las que el abogado tiene bastante experiencia. Él recomienda que mañana usted le llame a nuestra oficina y pida una cita para que el abogado la atienda y le, y le, y le asesore. Déjenme le doy la opción y el número de teléfono. El número de teléfono es en el área 323-566-7535. De nuevo, el teléfono es 323-566 cinco seis seis cinco la dirección de la oficina es en el 4218 de la calle Firestone Boulevard en la ciudad de Southgate, California. El cipco es noventa dos ochenta. De nuevo se lo es 4218 de la calle Firestone Boulevard en la ciudad de Southgate, California, el circo es el cipco es noventa dos ochenta. Por favor, llámenos mañana y este pida una cita. El abogado la atenderá mm-hmm. sin ningún compromiso y sin ningún costo. Y su situación en especial, en específico, y ya él le dará las instrucciones y lo que puede hacer, hacer.
3: Okay. Muchas gracias. Mañana
1: llamo. Okay. Good afternoon. I'll call tomorrow. Gracias, señora, por llamar.
0: Mark, do you... Do you think um, that there is a, a big issue about
1: domestic violence in the Latin community? Oh yes, that is uh, that is uh, one of the biggest problems the the, the Hispanic or the Latin community has in this in this area is the the violence. The domestic violence is is um, is a big percentage, more than other in.
0: Why do you think that is?
1: It may be culture. Uh, cultural and uh, just yes the way of living it's, uh, it's, it, is, uh, it is something that happens very often
0: when you say culture what do you mean
1: well um in the latin countries usually it is uh, it is a um, husband the one that rules over the over the the household and uh, always trying to rule with a uh, with that iron fist you know stronger personalities and um and that and also the social structure of the of the or the families you know will will facilitate that. And I guess that
0: culture kind of you know spreads to the spreads to the community when they come to the United States.
1: That's correct. The biggest problem also that we have is the because of the difference in the culture then uh, when the violence occurs many times the kids get taken away by uh social services
0: yes i you know we special well we we were experts in that area of Walmart and um you know nowadays I'd have to say maybe seventy five or eighty percent of the cases that I see involve domestic violence. And I don't think it's any different. People are any different. I just think that social services, the police, and the authorities are focusing more on domestic violence now than ever. Do you think that's accurate?
1: Yes, yes, they they do. I uh, I have seen uh, when I have accompanied you to the to the uh, juvenile dependency, there is uh, mostly domestic violence cases. They originated and they are working on that. You know, in no
0: way or form do we condone domestic violence, Mark. But I I I would like us to focus on helping. Uh, both the victims and the perpetrators with their access to justice so that they can, their rights can be protected because in so many cases um, you know, I, I walk into the juvenile dependency court there in Monterey park, which is um, you know, the, the, the own, well, it's one of the main juvenile courts in Los Angeles County and a, almost, in my opinion, a disproportionate number of the families that are there are Latino, Latino families. And I always wondered why that is. Do you have any idea why I that is?
1: Well, uh, without without sounding, um, uh, you know, a bias, but I, I think there is the culture is that you know, if you are a Latino you don't, and you are in you don't deserve to have your kids, they should be, be taken away. That is my personal opinion on the way the, I see the social workers uh, treat these this kind of cases. And the police. The police uh, calls more uh, more often the social services on a Latino family there other uh, etnias.
0: You know, child abuse, domestic violence, you know, there are no color lines. But I always wonder why I see mostly black and brown people in the juvenile court system
1: That's true they they must be some some kind of a policy or something they They have uh, more people like that in there it not it should be you know equal population is uh, the population is not only latino and black.
0: Well, Mark, you know one of the things that we do at our office is we represent people who uh, feel that their civil rights have been violated by police and by um, uh, by the social workers. Can you tell our listeners uh, exactly what we do to help them?
1: well, uh, when the cases are brought in front of a judge in the on the um, on the juvenile dependency court, which is Monterey Park is known the court, uh, the attorney in this firm, uh, usually if there's it's a violation of the of the civil rights of the of the only or the of the parts, it calls a lawsuit, a federal lawsuit against the social workers in the county of Los Angeles that is responsible and they're the employer of those social workers. We uh, the firm has been very, very uh, doing very good in those cases, uh, winning most of them, um, and is getting uh, some money. Which the money is, is the less important part, but getting some justice from the in uh, having the social workers, you know, call in in these in be and describe what they did and, wh- and how why they do it and and, and see that they did wrong.
0: Mark, we also represent people that are um, charged with crimes uh, in the state of California. What's the typical type of case that we usually see in our office? Someone comes in. Is it a DUI? Is it drug-related? Is it domestic violence? Is it robbery? What type of cases do we see most often?
1: Well, the, the the most cases that we see, they are um, domestic violence, then DUI, and then uh, the drug, and uh, and you know other offenses. But the number one is the 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 domestic violence one, followed by by DUIs very closely.
0: And um, as I, all criminal cases are serious, but tell us about the the one that. Stands out in your mind as being the most serious.
1: The most serious is when the domestic violence is against the ch- the children, which happens sometimes. Those are prosecuted really hard, and it's really really hard to get to get a. Uh, but um, they, then the the cases where is uh, the the domestic violence passes. Of a, of a push or you know a slap or something, and when it's a really heavy injury with a with an intent you know, to cause major damage.
0: Can you think of any one case recently where uh, you were touched by the uh, by the person charged with a crime?
1: Yes, I I remember a case. It was it's a, it's a case that, that was recently. It's a a a, a couple separated. Uh, the the wife or the or the mother or the child left left the house, left the child left with the, child. the with the with the father. About a, about two three months later, she comes and files a case against him. And start making accusations against him of, of uh, violence against her. Later on, one year later, she's making accusations of, against him of him molesting the child. After she left it with him for almost a year, then uh, then she talks to the social workers, gets with the social workers, and was able, I don't know in which way, was able to convince or to talk to the social worker. Into filing a criminal charge, or a charge of, uh, of abuse by the father of this child, that, uh, that was something that really really concerned me because I seen the person and she left the kid for so many for so long time with uh, with this um, with the father. What uh, one year after she's concerned about him molesting the child, supposedly when she was living with him.
0: How has that affected the the uh, client?
1: The client, oh my God, he has gone through through so many stuff. He lost his job. He was uh going to he's gonna going to into a law enforcement uh career. He got he got throw out from the from the academy. And even though the accusation has never has never been true, still he was thrown out of the academy. He's unemployed. He got, he's lost almost everything. He's not seeing his child for the longest. It is it is incredible he destroyed the life of this young man, he's he his he's twenty, mid twenty. You
0: know, Mark, I know the case you're referring to. Uh do you think that he'll ever be able to uh recover from the setback?
1: No, he will never recover from this setback. He will be clear if he if he's clear of everything, it still will be the 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 um, the bad record in there because of the arrest, because of all the, the, the case, the, the case scandal administratively, and not criminally, and that is going to be a very, very big problem for him. He will never uh, go into the career that he wanted that he want to, to go into it. He will never be taken again by the, by the law enforcement, which was his, his, uh, his goal. So he's going to be he's destroyed. Actually, he's destroyed.
0: You know that was his dream to work for law enforcement, and now you're right—he he will never be able to do that. It's unfortunate. Sometimes.
1: Yes,
0: yeah, and 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 the life and the life of his child has been changed forever.
1: Yes. That's, that's another, another uh, thing. child is, dealing, is living in foster care for over a year already. Uh, it's got very little contact with the mother, very little contact with the father, and uh, most likely it will go into, into adoption.
0: It's a very, very hard situation sometimes to uh, step back and look at what's really happening to these people. Do you ever get the Do you ever get the feeling sometimes that uh, that uh, people in the Latin community are picked on?
1: Yeah, I I I, I got the feeling. I think they are easy pickings for whatever reason is uh, is uh, in there. They are uh, you know they are afraid. They don't know how to defend themselves. They don't have the resources to defend themselves these kind of these kind of actions are very expensive in 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 all ways in forms so they are they are uh they are usually just throw thrown out and they lose their kids
0: do you think that's having an effect on the latino community
1: yes it does definitely there is there is families destroyed there is um when the kids are taken away. That marriage has gone, even if there was any chances of of, uh, of you know getting back together or anything like that or, or whatever that family is is, is, uh, is destroyed. not only the, the the father and the mother, there is the grandparents, and there is the uncles there is all the people involved as, as you know the, the the Latin community they are the family it is, it is a, a big thing for, for, for us we We are very close to our uncles, to our aunts, to our cousins. And all that. Once they, these things happen, all that all that nucleus gets destroyed.
0: And what do you think the end result is on the on the Latin community and on the family?
1: Well, the fa- the family uh, suffer, The family gets uh, gets um you know uh, they lose members of the family, so they they are not whole again.
0: If you if you think that. Do you think that if we gave a seminar for the community on uh, juvenile dependency and social worker cases, do you think a lot of people would come?
1: Oh, definitely. There is a lot of people. Uh, I see a lot of people. They, 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 unfortunately, we cannot help because it is, it is not a possibility, you know, to, to help everybody with our resources. But there is a lot of people they suffering that they're losing their kids, that they're losing their marriage they are losing their their family for all these things, even because they make a mistake or, you know, whatever, uh, it's a a lot of people that they need some kind of advice, some kind of, uh, you know, a go-ahead or or go and do this or something. I think it would be a very, very good idea if a seminar is is, um, is done for all these people to get information, at least know how to to run things, how, how the system works, and what they can do to protect themselves.
0: You know, um, someone once told me that uh, giving a um, a seminar for juvenile dependency that um, people might not come because they might be embarrassed to show up. Because, you know, generally people with juvenile dependency cases have been charged with some type of child abuse. What do you think about that
1: well it is it is a a a thing that they, they will make people you know um do that, but it is a lot of, it's, it's more people that they just want to you know to get their kids back and say hey, I make a mistake i I committed a mistake or whatever i want it, you know i i i want to make it good i want to the classes go to the go to everything i need to go through and get my kids back and not make the same mistake again. It is. It, of course, it's going to be people because it's a shameful thing. It is a shameful thing. And with the Latin community, these things you don't hear of them. You know, uh, people keep them under wraps, under uh, you know, and just whisper it about. But it will come. They, it will. I think the benefit uh, will will uh, over uh, overstep that that part of the or the being shameful about it.
0: Well, I hope so. I hope that they would be able to come. Listen to some information, and perhaps um, you know, perhaps we could help them. We could really help them with what's going on in their lives when the social worker comes knocking on their door or takes their children away.
1: Yeah, that that will be that will be. Something. It would maybe in the in the next uh, couple of programs. I. Um, We will prepare something, you know, to tell them what to do, this and that and that. You tell them, and I translate it for you so they understand what is the thing they can do and have more questions about it.
0: Oh, that's a good good idea, Mark. That's a very good idea. Mark, I I want to talk a little bit about... um, We've talked about family law. We've talked about a little bit about juvenile dependency. We've talked a little bit about criminal law. Um, tell me something. Do you find a lot of people uh, in the Latin community having issues with probate or probate litigation uh, these days as people in the Latin community become more and more assimilated into the American culture?
1: Yes uh we start to see now more cases more and more than ten years ago. people are starting to get uh, more uh, more assets more things to to you know to have businesses and they are not really prepared with the right documentation to have to have a uh, a trust or something like that that they can protect them a will will uh, will be enough, and then the family has to take the case to prove. And that is when
0: they they start, you know, everybody starts wanting a piece of the cake. Do, do, you know, Latin Latin families could be just like any other family. When uh, people die, they start fighting for assets. Um, Did you hear about in the news about, you know, the performer prince, he died and they think he died without a will. And... His estate is worth, they say, over three hundred million dollars, and um, there are people literally coming out of the woodwork claiming to be a relative. Have you heard about that on the news?
1: Yes, sir. I heard about on the news. Prince was a big uh, a big hit on the on the Latin community. A lot of, a lot of the people, uh, not the very young ones, uh, they knew about the about his songs and they were in love with him, and, and he was very popular with the Latin community. And I, have, and I have heard in, in, it's been in, the Spanish, in the Spanish news information about him dying without a will.
0: How does the Latin community feel about having a will or a living trust or things of that nature?
1: Well, what I have noticed is that, is that the Latin community is not very used to a trust, okay, or a living trust. Uh, they are used to a will. But the will that they are used to in in Latin America, including Mexico, is the the will. Is, it will be the same thing here as a trust, not not a will. They think their will does have enough enough power, like like the wills so that they are uh, accustomed to it. But you know, we have seen here their will is only a, a desire of what you want to happen. When a trust sets up, exactly what you what want to happen.
0: Um, do you think that Latins uh, in the Latin community it's more acceptable now to have a
1: will or perhaps
0: a living trust?
1: They they are uh, they are uh, coming to the realization that they need to to have a trust or a will because they are seeing the problems with the neighbors, with everybody. The the community uh, is, you know they have a, even if it's one house, one property, everything they start to thinking about what's going to happen when I die.
0: How do you think we could ha- help the community with this particular issue, Mark?
1: Well, it also has to be to give them information about it and uh, and making sure that they understand the difference between a will and a trust. It, it has to be, uh, you know, explained to them so they can really uh, understand the difference between one and the other and the consequences of having one and the consequences of having the other. But definitely, they will. They, Mark, are there any other
0: law firms in the community proposing to do what we're talking about these free seminars
1: uh i uh, i i'm not I'm not, not, not hear of uh, many I heard about two years of one they did it, uh in um in Alhambra i think i believe it was it was very successful it was related to truckers uh and uh you see they were uh, employees or or were independent contractors. They did really good. they' still litigating the cases. The cases can take a long time, but they they i they were very successful on their, on their uh, on the um, on these meetings.
0: How did they get the word out to uh the the truckers to come to the to see the seminar?
1: They did it through radio through the spanish radio.
0: do you think that that would be it's an effective way to do you think that would be it, an effective way?
1: effective way? Yes. It's very, it's very effective. It's, uh, you know, it's they like the Spanish radio has a lot of listeners. Uh, the community is still listening to radio a lot. Do
0: you think radio or television would be, um, more effective in the Latin community?
1: Well, television is always the best. But radio, most of the, or the people work uh, in in a place of work. Most of them, they let them listen to the radio, so they usually have a radio uh, on in, uh, during work. So it is it is more people listen to radio than to watch TV. You
0: know, Mark. I think we should try that. I, I think that. we should we try that. We should try to try to reach the community and give them free information on uh, particular topics like the topic that we were just talking about, probate uh, wills and living trusts. I think that um, Latins in, in our society have um, are, are on their way to assimilating into, our cult, into the American culture and they're uh, owning more and more property and, you know, having a larger estate that they Probably would want some control over in passing it on to their heirs after they uh, pass away, do you think that would be correct
1: Oh yeah definitely definitely would be something good because the community is growing the community is getting is getting businesses is getting involved in more uh, more ventures than, than ten years ago they are you know trying to get get um uh, uh, part of the American dream. And they are working hard, and they have you know their business, their house their, their uh, you know a couple of apartment buildings, things like that, and they needed to protect them.
0: You know you mentioned something, and um I'm glad you mentioned this. <clears throat> there is a growing, substantially large population of Latinos who are in business for themselves. Have you noticed that over the past five, ten years? Yes, sir.
1: It's been it's been, uh, it's been uh, something that we're very proud of, uh, and as, as a Latino, and uh, we are uh, seeing, uh, you know, businesses open uh, just around the corner, just around the corner, and they are Latino-owned businesses, and they are, you know, small businesses, but they still, you know, getting getting into it, and uh, and that will uh, will uh, will end up in uh, making them wealthy.
0: Do you think uh, that we can assist them with any free information? Do you think they have any legal problems? Uh, these small businesses.
1: Oh yeah, they have. They need information. They, they being hit with different things. They being hit with lawsuits for, for violations that they don't have things like that. They need, a, they need to be uh, advised on it.
0: I wonder how we can get the word out to these small businesses that uh, we can offer this advice to them, uh, this free advice uh, that they may need to know to make sure that their their businesses are successful. What do you think the best way would be? Will
1: be uh, uh, yes, direct uh, direct advertisement. I, I guess it will be the same the same way. You know, yes, directed to um, to certain uh, parts of the community, certain you know, certain enterprises, and they having a uh, you know, they're having uh, somebody that can give him them a, 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 an orientation and give them an advice, and uh, you are, you know, always trying to do that.
0: You know, Mark, before we go off the air, we're running out of time this evening, I want to remind our listeners, and maybe you can do it in Spanish after I do it, um, of our office telephone number and address, and also remind them that... Uh, Our show, uh, this is our initial kickoff show, but our show is going to be on uh, every Tuesday at 7.30, El Abogado Le Contesta. Uh, So why don't you do that, take that moment and do that, uh, Mark, in Spanish. I'm going to say in Spanish.
1: Bueno, este, este programa va a ser todos los martes a la misma hora, siete y media de la tarde, y estaremos uh, traduciendo, de inf- dando información, contestando preguntas o traduciendo historias, escuchando historias de personas que han pasado por ellas. Nuestra oficina está localizada en el 4218 de la calle con Boulevard, en la ciudad de Southgate, California, 90280 es el SIPCOR. El teléfono es 323-566-7535, de nuevo, el teléfono es 323-566 cinco seis seis siete cinco tres cinco la dirección de nuevo es cuarenta y dos Boulevard South Gate California noventa dos ochenta todas las citas iniciales son son gratis no son sin ningún costo el abogado les contesta todas las preguntas les les da el consejo que necesita darles y los guía y ya ustedes deciden lo que ustedes tienen que hacer el abogado les, les siempre está disponible a, a una cita para atenderlos Este, los traducimos cualquier cosa que se necesite hacer y se les asiste con cualquier cosa que necesiten el abogado tiene varios abogados trabajando para él no, es, no está solo, tiene bastantes empleados y tiene una, una gran diversidad de, de prácticas prácticamente él hace toda clase de casos um, a excepción de unos cuantos que no pero este y es, uh, es un abogado que tiene 25 años de experiencia
0: Mark, I didn't and then tell our listeners. Perfect. I want you to tell our listeners also um, that next week, when they listen in to our show, they can also call in to share a story or ask a question, and the the number for them to call in is six four six 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 eight eight seven nine one. Why don't you let them know that?
1: Can you say the number again? Six four six.
0: 8791
1: okay queremos recordarle a todos que a la próxima semana estaremos tomando llamadas para que para contestarles cualquier pregunta o cuenten una historia. el número a llamar es en el área seis cuatro seis 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 ocho ocho siete nueve uno ese es el 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 teléfono directo en cabina para que ustedes puedan llamarnos y el abogado les contesta sus preguntas. El programa se llama El abogado les contesta y eso es lo que él va a hacer. Todos los martes a las siete y media de la de la de la noche estaremos en el aire, estaremos proporcionando información y contestando cualquier pregunta que tengan para el abogado y yo se las traduciré con mucho gusto. Mark. I have a bonus for
0: our listeners this evening um, for the first five callers that call us and make an appointment uh, and mention that they heard this bonus on the show offered uh, we're going to offer a twenty five percent discount on our regular our our regular uh legal fees so why don't you tell the listeners that uh in Spanish and then give them the number para again. Cualquier
1: persona. Ok, para cualquier persona que nos llame este, y nos diga que nos escuchó en la radio, el abogado le hará un descuento del 25% de su de su tarifa oficial, de su tarifa regular. Solamente que mencione que nos escuchó en la radio. De nuevo, el número de teléfono a llamar para nuestra oficina es en el área 323-566-7535. De nuevo, es 323 el área, 566-7535. 7535. cinco tres cinco, la dirección de nuestra oficina son cuarenta y dos Boulevard en South California, noventa dos ochenta. El número a llamar a cabina para la próxima semana es seis cuatro seis seis ocho ocho siete nueve uno y el abogado les contestará directamente, claro, a través de mi traduciéndoles a los que no saben inglés. Este y lo estaremos haciendo con mucho gusto de nuevo los teléfonos el teléfono directo en cabina es seis cuatro seis seis ocho ocho siete nueve uno y el teléfono de nuestras oficinas es tres veinte tres cinco seis seis siete
0: cinco tres cinco now Mark, I want to mention to the listeners, don't forget they have to mention that they um they heard the the bonus discount on the radio show in order to get that uh, bonus discount. Did you did explain that,
1: right? Yes, sir, balentine again. Okay, el abogado le recuerda que cuando llamen, digan que nos escucharon en la radio para que obtengan el descuento de la de la tarifa este solamente tienen que decir que nos escucharon en la radio. De nuevo, el teléfono es 323-566-7535. Mark...
0: Okay. Mark, we're running out of time. There's one last thing that I want you to tell, your, tell our audience in Spanish, and that is that they can listen to this show recorded at www.talkradioexperts.com.
1: Okay. El abogado les avisa que este show lo pueden volver a escuchar ya grabado en www. Radio blog, radio talk blog. Correct. No. Um, talk, talk Talk Radio Experts
0: dot com.
1: Experts. And www. Talk, uh, talk Experts dot com. Okay. okay, Mark.
0: Yes sir. We're out of time. I'll see you next week on the radio. Thanks. Okay.
1: Buenas noches a todos y muchas gracias por escucharnos.